quick note about the audio quality of this first episode. It's not as great as we'd like, but we loved the content so much we wanted to share it with you anyway. We were able to fix our equipment before episode two, so you can expect much better sound on that episode. Okay, back to the show. So, this is our first episode of the Whole Scoop podcast, mm -hmm. and we had so much fun recording this. We laughed a lot. A lot of <laughs> crazy things came up, um, and we talked a lot about horse life balance and what that looks like and how to create some balance or if we even really need to create some balance because mm -hmm. maybe it's okay to just be all horse person all the time. Yeah. Um, but also because this is our first episode, we wanted to give a little bit of context for who we are as horse people. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm Jordan. I work in integrative medicine um, and I just actually started riding back in December, so not very long, December of 2022. Um, I've always been a lifelong horse lover, but I really, really got into it in the beginning of the year and now I'm full blown crazy horse person and we love to see it yep yep and i'm ruby i have a pretty different story mm -hmm. i um started talking about horses my parents say out of nowhere when i was two years old and our next door neighbor <laughs> put me on her pony named brownie bear and i i was really really shy as a child and apparently i ground my teeth the entire time and she thought i hated riding and I was afraid but it was actually because I was so excited and I didn't know how to express how happy I was <laughs> so that was when my riding career started and I um I grew up riding dressage and showing dressage and then when I went to UC Davis I um they didn't have a horse for me on the dressage team unless I wanted to backtrack and I was not interested in that so I was like let's just change everything and I went western and I joined the western team and then I ended up working for a cutting horse trainer for a short time, and I've done many kinds of riding now, um, and worked with many, many different kinds of horses, and now I'm full-time teaching lessons and training, and I'm also uh, an independent nutrition consultant, so I do a lot of nutrition work, and basically my whole entire life is horses. And we met through a mutual well, your client. Yeah, my client who's Jordan's slash friend. Slash my boss. Yeah. Slash <laughs> yeah. a doctor. Yeah. Slash. <laughs> and now here we are. And now Ruby is my trainer. At least that's yeah. what I call you. Yeah. Like my trainer. I feel really <laughs> fancy, even though I don't even have a horse. I, I borrow one. But yeah. Like yet. You don't have a horse yet. Not yet. It's coming. Right. I yep. can feel it in the wind. Yep. It's coming. Yep. It's coming. Yep. So... Yeah, hopefully you enjoy the first episode of The Whole Scoop. We had so much fun recording it, and we just laughed so much, and we're excited to share it with all of you. Welcome to The Whole Scoop. I'm Ruby, a lifelong horse lover, holistic equine nutrition consultant, and horse trainer. I'm Jordan. I'm new to the horse world, but also want to be full-time crazy horse girl. Whether you're a first-time rider or veteran equestrian, join us as we share stories, wisdom, and tips through the lens of a holistic horsewoman. So, I feel like a few days ago, we kind of decided to talk about this uh, idea of horse life balance 
which I think is a really tricky thing for some equestrians to navigate because, like, I don't know about you, but I always personally feel like I'm starting to become, like, a little bit one-dimensional because I, like, all I ever want to do is, like, talk about horses and watch horse movies and read horse <laughs> books and have horse friends and mm-hmm. view horses all day long. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, feel like I'm going to go to, like, a party and not have anything to talk about except horses because that's the only thing I do ever. So I feel like this idea, and then also, like, the idea of, like, balancing my time and balancing my money and my habits and all these things with horses and life can be kind of tricky sometimes. So we decided on this topic a couple days ago and then normally I feel like I do an okay job of keeping myself imbalanced, but this weekend I failed miserably. It's, this weekend was, <laughs> everyone's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, horse, horse <laughs> Yeah. They're like, oh, and I'm like, sorry, I can't hang out. <laughs> I go hang out with Ruby <laughs> and 40 horses don't talk to me. I don't know. I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel yeah. like me too. I feel like all I talk about is horses. And now Taylor, my fiance, he's like, how was your day? And I'm like, well, Chance, the horse I ride, he did this, is this, and we had such a great time. And then I culled him and he's like, wow, I wish I got as much affection and or time that like you, like even half the time that you get Chance. And I'm like, you'll never get that though. <laughs> you'll never get that. It's, it's not impossible. It's not. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's, it just gets like kind of tricky sometimes. Like, so this weekend we had, uh, we both worked at a horse show, which is exhausting. And I always feel like whether I'm watching a horse show or I'm riding in the show or I'm working the show, I always feel like it's exhausting because I just feel like my brain is like on overdrive. Like I feel like I'm just like soaking everything in and I'm seeing everything and I'm hearing everything and I'm like trying to be so like present and it just is, it feels like it takes so much energy to be at a horse show. And then also the physical aspect, like yesterday Mm -hmm. we were moving a bunch of jumps and Mm -hmm. we were walking the cross country course multiple times to reset jumps and walking around in deep sand. (laughs) And it just felt so tiring, but it was like also like so much fun. Like there's nowhere else in the world I'd rather be. But then I feel like I get home and I'm just like too tired to do anything else. Like it just, all I, you know, all I can do is that on horse show days Mm -hmm. so and then you know how do you like do you need to balance that like or is it okay to just like just I think it's fine I I don't know I mean it depends I guess I think it's fine because it's what you love to do like people who you know people like to go to the gym or people like to make music people like to read books or like I don't feel like well, maybe they are thinking, like, maybe I should balance my life out a little bit more, but I don't feel like everybody thinks like that. I think they're like, I found what I love, and this is what I'm doing, and that's all. And then you find other mostly like-minded people who like the same things as you. That's kind of just what people do usually, right? Yeah, that makes sense. I know. Yeah. I think it also, like, depends a little bit on your circumstance, like... Mm-hmm whether you work with horses and that's your job or you have like another job and horses is your hobby or even like if you have your horses at home versus board them or Mm -hmm. um, if you like can afford to keep your horse in a boarding facility or even a training program and you only see them once in a while versus people that like their day kind of 
has to work around their horses, like feed times and, you know, like I think different, maybe different people have different levels of commitment yeah. versus like choosing to spend their time with their horses, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And when you're like, I think getting, making these decisions about like where to keep your horse or how many horses to have, which I have a problem with. Anytime there's a free horse, I'm like, yes, please. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whether or not I have time or space for it doesn't seem to matter. Nope. Um, and I just think, like, where's the, you know, like, at what point do you kind of go, like, okay, I, I, enough is enough. Like, and I think I've definitely hit that point a few times in my life. And it's been like, oh, my gosh, how did I get here? I have too many horses. I can't afford them I can't I don't have time for them like whatever the thing is and like I'm still I think trying to learn how to like know when to stop Mm -hmm. (laughs) when enough is enough and then also like you know I then sometimes think I also have this like maybe level of guilt for the other things in my life that are falling behind like uh yesterday after the show I have a family member that we were having a fundraiser for and I felt like like that's only probably going to happen you know there's only gonna be one fundraiser so I was like well now I feel like I have to go work that Mm -hmm. and like the horses feel like my fun choice even though I was working at the show and it was work yeah I still feel like because I kind of choose that and it's so fun like I have a hard time with the guilt aspect of like then feeling like other things that people ask me to do like I need to go be present for other things Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. instead of being able to just be like no, I can't already have a commitment that day. It feels almost selfish in a way, which is maybe a me issue, no, but I feel I like it's that. a... No, I get that. That, That's the same, for kind of for me. Especially coming into, like, a new, you know, newly engaged, and partner has a three-year-old, and when she's around, like, he wants to for us to all hang out, and I'm like, but I really want to, like, have my lesson, and then I want to watch these other lessons, because it helps me learn, and I want to hang out with you know, the horses, and so, yeah, and then I kind of feel guilty, because I'm, like, immersed in horse world, which I'm convinced that they are actually magic, because when you're out there, like, four hours goes by, and then you're, like, it was just, like, two o'clock, and now it's six. They're they're playing tricks. Yeah, they can just make you stay, and you don't even know (laughs) what time it is, and you're, like, holy crap, I'm just coming out of here, and you have, like, 40 texts from the outside world. That's how I feel. I always feel also like I all of a sudden, like when I leave the barn, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm hungry and I have to pee and I'm exhausted. And I had no idea. Like I had none of these feelings when I was with the horses. And then as soon as I walk away, I'm like, oh my gosh, have I had any water today? Like probably not. I have no no idea. None at all. They're like time warpers, like fairies. I don't know if you believe in that kind of stuff, but I do. Uh Like fairy (laughs) warpers. Like they literally, you enter freaking fairy world, like they just pause time and then you come back and people are like... 50 years older and you're like holy crap I was gone for like two minutes that's very like folklore right there but that's basically you know horses they're all unicorns really secretly absolutely right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it just feels like it's this constant like thing in the back of my mind of like am I doing too much am I doing enough and then also I think the other aspect which I think you probably are familiar with too is like having I'm the only horse person in my family so yeah. my parents are not horse people. So when I was, especially when I was a kid, I remember they were like, got to get you in another sport. Like 
you can't just be a horse person <laughs> or like I was notorious for like in high school I was like working to pay for horses um I was in a college prep high school and I was riding and showing on the weekends and so I was just like exhausted and by the time I got home at night sometimes I would like fall asleep in bed with all my barn clothes and once in a while my boots still on because I was just <laughs> so tired I like couldn't I didn't have the energy left at the end of the day to like change my clothes so like I feel like even though I'm much better now I feel like I have still in my family like a little bit of a I don't know if stigma is the right word but I think people kind of like jump to this like oh Ruby's so obsessed and like you know we don't understand it like people don't get it no and I think that's also tough and you have to kind of find your own community that does get it Mm -hmm. because like I, I have a really supportive family I love my parents um and like everyone in my life is awesome but like if I go to them with a horse problem or if I'm like hey look this really awesome horse is available and for free and Mm -hmm. they're like don't take it you have too many already and I'm like but you don't understand like this is a once in a lifetime yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) so there's also that like how do you navigate that because I think you're probably in a similar situation how do you navigate yeah like having a family that doesn't get your obsession with horses I don't navigate it no um I just ignore it no um it's I don't know nobody gets it you're the only person and like a few other people and when people call me and they're like what have you been up to and I'm like nothing just like I feel like people not getting annoyed but they're kind of like okay like do you have anything else to talk about I'm like nope (laughs) <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> like, I don't know. So I, I just, I'm just like accepting it and living my best crazy horse girl life. And I love where I am. But I, yeah, it does kind of feel awkward sometimes when you're like, I don't have anything else to talk about really. Like, I, I mean, I am, I guess I do have like one other thing to talk about and that's like integrative medicine since that is my background. But I feel like that meshes too well with like horse world that it kind of just it just all goes together and nobody understands what I'm talking about anyway for like the last six years like no one knows what integrative medicine is my family's like we eat Cheetos and you know (laughs) freaking Twinkies and and I'm like stop doing that they're like but why we're all gonna die anyway and I'm like okay so I've never really like it's been a while since I've actually related to people like talking about things so I'm like yeah we'll just keep it surface level here I love you guys so much and now I'm gonna go you know play with a horse Mm -hmm. or hang out with somebody who like is on the same wavelength I don't know yeah that makes sense like I think definitely finding a community is huge and people that get it like having people you can like Especially, I think, when we need to vent sometimes about our horses. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you feel like you need someone to vent to that actually understands what it's like. Because yeah. otherwise, people are just like, oh, it's just a horse. Like, who cares? Like, yeah. move on. Like, this week, three of my four horses were lame. And yeah. I was like, how is this happening? Yeah. And you've got to find someone to talk to about that that, like, actually gets how, like, sad and yeah. slash, like, concerning it is. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, having people who like relate to just any horse problem is is important. Like when you go home and you're like, I, <laughs> I don't know, like how many problems have I had with the horse that I ride? 
so, so many. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Chance, aka the horse that I ride, he spooked at a, a bunny in the freaking bush and we yeah. almost died together <laughs> and it was the, the best experience ever because i'd love to die with him you know like <laughs> and yeah you go home and you tell people like all your your riding problems or your horsey problems and they're like okay so what's for dinner and i'm like <laughs> i'm having a meltdown <laughs> yeah yeah or like i do the thing a lot where people are talking about something that has absolutely nothing to do with horses. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know, <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Yeah. It's <laughs> like horse. in this lesson the other day, <laughs> yeah. I always go back to horses. <laughs> oh my God. Or people are like talking about carrots and you're like, my horse loves carrots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's hard when you have kind of a one track mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so what do you really do about that? I don't know. I really don't. I, it's something I feel like I've struggled with for as long as I can remember. Like, yeah. And I, I don't, I don't know. The answer or the question, the real question is, do you need to do anything right, about it? Right, right. That's true. <laughs> That's a good question. I think when it gets to the point where you like are, like there was a time for me when like my horses were eating like the nicest feed money could buy and I was like literally living on dried beans and rice because I had no money left over like I think at that point that's a problem yeah like okay, when you start sacrificing yourself and yeah. your own like wellness and like mental health even or financial health or whatever yeah. that may be or like I've never had this situation but I've had like friends and a few clients that are in the situation where their horses live like an hour away from their house mm-hmm. so they like get off work, and then they spend all of their time outside of work either driving to their horses or riding or driving home. Mm-hmm. And then they have, like, no time for anything else. They have, like, literally no time for social life. Their time at the barn is rushed and not enjoyable because they're yeah. trying to get out by, you know, sunset or whatever. And I think, like, if it becomes a situation where you are sacrificing your like well-being your mm-hmm. own well-being yeah. because you love your horses so much and you want them to have everything in the world like that I think becomes a problem yeah for sure you don't want it to be like a total chore like of course it's gonna be somewhat of a chore because you're physically like having to do things but if you start not enjoying it because you feel like you have to maybe do it for anything then I don't feel like that is a good thing like yeah. at all so yeah or even also I think to an extent sacrificing your relationships too like if you're like not spending time with your loved people ones. Yeah, yeah because you're spending all your time with your horses totally. I think for short stints that's reasonable like if you're like give a sick horse you're prepping for a show or like you know if it's mm-hmm. for a, a set amount of time but I think if it's like constant like ongoing yeah then that might be an issue. Yeah. Yeah, we could call that an issue. Otherwise, yeah, live your best yeah. horse girl yeah. life and or horse man or yeah. horse person <laughs> yeah. or horse whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, live your best horse life. Yeah. <laughs> we love yeah. it. I think, yeah. And, and find your horse friends. Yeah. And let your horses have friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then your horses can hang out with their friends while yeah. you hang out with your friends. Great. And then everything's good. And if you have a crazy mare, leave her at home. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So good. I think we should zoom in right I there. Think so too. I think that was good. <laughs> if you have a crazy mare, leave her at home. Oh, I think that's good. We talked about relationships. We talked about time. We talked a little bit about money. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Is there something we're missing? Mostly. Does anything annoy you about horse people? <laughs> yeah, no. we should do a little ask the producer. <laughs> <laughs> As a non-horse person, Maddie. Yeah. So what annoys you the most about horse people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know who we should have on here? Taylor. Yeah. Because he would be like, Aldrin doesn't talk about this. And I just, he, I don't even think he hears me anymore. It's sad. It's like in Charlie Brown, it's like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah. It kind of bums me out. I'm like, don't you, like, like me or anything? (laughs) Like, what's going on in there, you know? It's like that, have you seen that? It's a, like, TikTok sound that's, a guy, he's like, what's the biggest red flag? Oh, yeah. A woman, and the other guy's like, horse girls. Horse girls. The biggest red <laughs> flag. crazy. And you're like, absolutely that. <laughs> yeah. They are kind of crazy. Yep. I mean, what do you going to do? You do crazy things. Yeah. What's the craziest thing you've ever done for a horse? I mean, just give Chance butt massages. <laughs> Yeah. Literally, like, he just puts his butt on the fence now. Like, he doesn't even look at me anymore. He just turns it. He's like, here's my butt. Please rub it. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I also blow in his nose. That's how we uh-huh. greet each other. And people think, too. okay. Yeah. So people, like, we understand that. Well, they do it to each other. Yes, So why you. wouldn't we do it to them, exactly. too? Exactly. And people, like, when they see me, like, he won't really let me greet him in any other way. He just puts his nose, like, up because he knows what's going to happen. And I'm like, okay, here you go. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably the craziest thing, though. Rubbing his butt. I think the craziest thing I did, it wasn't really for a horse. I'm trying to think, what's the craziest thing I've done for, specifically for a horse? I can't think of anything right now. Off the top of my head. I've done a lot of crazy things. Yeah. Um, But I think the craziest thing I did was, um, I used to, when I was in high school, I loved riding bareback. Well, I still do, but especially then um and I was wearing white shorts one day and I rode bareback and I forgot that I was supposed to go prom dress shopping that night (laughs) so I had white bareback shorts and my legs looked super hairy and gross and my shorts looked like I like peed my pants (laughs) and I had to go prom dress shopping I I think that might have been my worst my craziest moment potentially I don't know I've done a lot of one time I tried to give my horse some smoothie in my hand because they were act- she was acting like she wanted a sip and I was like, I don't know how to get you any, so I poured it in my hand and let her try to <laughs> drink it. Here, drink from the straw. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. <laughs> the craziest thing I do at all is give crazy Arabian horses treats. Mm-hmm. That's probably the, the easiest way to lose a finger. <laughs> like 100% mouthy, every time. Mouthy, spazzy horses. Yeah, like your whole... All, all these fingers go right into their mouth. I used to, I had a horse that had like an oral fixation and I would let him suck on my hand. <laughs> and he okay. never bit me. That's the crazy thing. Like, the shorts is not the craziest. I was like, I know you have other stories. <laughs> that, I would like, it's not safe. I do not recommend this at all in any way ever in any situation, <laughs> but he never bit me. I would like stick my whole entire hand in his mouth and he would suck on my finger. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's, that's, 
<laughs> One day I aspire to be that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Don't. It's not a good idea. I think it was an accident the first time, and I was like, oh, he didn't bite me. He just wanted to, like, <laughs> suck on something. <laughs> This has been the Whole Scoop podcast. The Whole Scoop was created by Ruby Doss and Jordan Holbrook and produced by Madeline Doss. Our theme music is by the band Wild Iris and their music is available on all platforms. You can find both of us on Instagram, as well as the podcast on Instagram and Patreon. All of those links will be available in the show notes. Subscribe and write a review to support our podcast. And if you enjoyed our podcast, please share it with anyone who would enjoy it. Like your horse. Or your farrier. Or your Amazon driver. Share it with your vet. Share it with your barista. Send it to your sister. Send it to your crazy uncle. Or your therapist. <laughs> okay, that's enough. We can fade out with that one, okay? <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha